Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, for those of you that were listening to us during the last hour of the show on TransformationTalkRadio.com, hey, welcome back to all of you. For those of you that are joining us now, we've got a great show for you. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning us in, turning us on. And, you know, this is going to be a really cool conversation. I am really, really thrilled about this show um, Dr. Alicia May are joining us here today, and we're going to be talking about From Scattered to Centered, Understanding and Transforming the Distracted Brain. Now, if you're somebody like me, you know a little bit about this topic and kind of what that means in, my, in a very personal way. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, we're going to talk about what has been known in this country as, at least from, from, from where I sit, one of the fastest growing epidemics in terms of the way we see the world, the way we think, the way we learn. And I'm referring to what we call in our society as ADD and ADHD. And so we're going to hear all about that from Dr. Alicia in a minute. But I want to give a shout out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. Howdy. How are you today? Doing well, thank you. And uh, what a great day. Mm-hmm. Turning out to be. What a good day. Yeah. Do we have any special announcements about basketball yet or no? Uh, oh, for the Sonics, not a super, I guess, urgency on that matter. All right, we're uh, still like holding. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping. Okay. Okay. I used to love going to those Sonic games. You used to? Come well, on, Pat. Well, I did. I mean, it was cool, it was cool to have I've a basketball team. Loved. I know. Bring it to the now. Okay, all right. I always. Bring the vibe to the I now. I always love it. I, lo- right, I love that. I love go. that b-ball game. You know, I love that. Back and forth, up and down the court. Okay, I'm going to call you out. Who's your favorite player? Okay, I'm old school, though. Uh, I got to say. You've got so many, don't you? I do. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm all choked up on this. (laughs) Um, Come on. Do I say his name? You can. People are going to, like, call me out. That's fine. They're going to call Kobe. They're going to call me out a little bit. Kobe? Wrong player, Pat. Okay. But I'm at my least of all time, right? I mean, all, all. There's only one, isn't there? There's only one player that we all talk about forever. He's going to live on forever. Michael Jordan. Yeah, but he never played for the Sonics. Oh, I see. You're hurting me, Pat. I'm sorry. You're hurting me. Who's your favorite? Okay, well, let's just spin this out and say you're a transplant from the East Coast. I am. I so, can't, so I can't help myself here. It's hard here. for you to come it's up hard. with the perfect 
Sonic player. But it there's is really plenty a little hard. From. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Should we just leave it at that? Okay, you're not going to say? You're I've not got to say who the favorite I is? could keep going, and Taylor would back me up on all those. Okay. All right. We'll hold that for like when we can have a super Because it depends on what decade you're going to stick with. That's true. I'm an 80s to 90s kind of Sonics that, oh, fan. Right, 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 from right. When I came here, so those players. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to have to talk about this. Because, you know, it is basketball is really. For those of us that grew up in the streets in the Bronx, mm-hmm. I mean, whether you're a boy or a girl, there are two things that I think you learned. One was how to bounce a basketball. That was like number one. Well, actually, three. One was how to bounce a basketball. The other one was how to play stickball. And the third thing was how to play handball. All of those things require only one thing a hard surface, usually cement. Well, we've got a great show for you guys today. I'm saying we didn't have all this green stuff back then, Betty. You know, my dad brought the cement truck in and put cement in our backyard. I'm saying this is such a gift to now be amongst the the glorious, the most amazing greenery every day of my life. Say it with me, everybody. Hallelujah. Let's pull our card, Betty. Now, here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day. Hey, everybody. Super welcome. Here's the card for today. Prosperity Law number 10. That's one zero. Number 10. I am creating my life anew. I am creating my life anew. It is not necessary for your conscious mind to believe the prosperity statements at first. Nonetheless, you are creating change. When you repeat these affirmations with feeling, your subconscious mind picks up new beliefs and creates new experiences for you. That is what today's show is about. That really is, in a lot of ways, is what today's show is about. You know, thanks so much for Dr. Alicia Mayer joining me here today. Somebody that, you know, take a look, took a look at life, took a look at what she learned in school, studying you know, being the associate director of psychiatric consultation services, you know, all of this, a very, very, very uh, beautiful professional resume uh, that puts her in a perfect position to talk about this topic today, you know, to talk about from scattered to centered. What does that mean? You know, for over 15 years, she's been studying, practicing, teaching, you know, in academic medicine, living yoga, she has done so many things that really integrate the science and the spirituality. And so when we're thinking about, you know, what her life is back about like and the journey she has said yes to, you know, we use terms like spiritual neuroscience. You know, would we ever think 10 years ago to even say that word? But she's joining us here today. We're going to talk about what this means to have an understanding of scattered, how it's been depicted in our culture today, and what does it mean to go from that perception, that place of mental health, whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to talk about in that realm, in the full spectrum, to living a life that is so filled with joy and focus and centered. Dr. Alicia, thank you for joining us here today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. You know, this is really kind of interesting. You heard me mention um, just a few a few seconds ago, you heard me talk about spiritual neuroscience. Mm-hmm. And that's a term that you, you use. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. I, I would like to take a moment and talk about what that means before we get deeply involved in our conversation. Because sure. that's the, those are two words that people probably uh, 
you know, haven't been able to wrap their mind around being in the same sentence. Yeah, and what we're finding with current research is that spiritual spirituality, the spiritual practices that we do, actually affect the brain. So actually can rewire the brain, make new pathways in the brain, and have a new way of being because of that. So that's why I came up with the spiritual neuroscience. So I, I love neuroscience. I love knowing about it. I love knowing how the brain works, why we do what we do. But I also love seeing how spirituality and spiritual practices can actually change the brain and then change how we do what we do. So today's conversation, right? I mean, I'm sure you've been on numerous radio shows. And you've taken a conversation um, out to the public about what we call ADD, ADHD in our society. Um, and, and, and we've seen sort of um, an evolution of the conversation and of what it's come to mean. You know, especially seeing um, children a couple of decades ago, in, you know, show up and, and have this conversation with their, their doctors and their parents. You know, your child's, you know, ADD, ADHD. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit from your point of view of what each of these is, because we lump them together as if there is no distinction. Sure. So there's ADD, which is Attention Deficit Disorder, and then there's ADHD, which is Attention Deficit and Hyperactivity Disorder. So someone can have just the attention deficit problems, so problems with focus, maintaining concentration, paying attention. The person with ADHD will have those same problems, but in addition, they'll have the hyperactivity issues, difficulty sitting still, waiting their turn, restlessness. So how does this show up in the world? Let's talk about two situations, you know, two separate people. Okay. So what often happens if we look at people with the attention deficit They'll be the kind of people that don't seem to be paying attention when you're talking to them. They don't seem to be listening. Um, they might be forgetful. Um, they may get overwhelmed by information. If you try to give them directions on something, they may get overwhelmed. They're not out there causing a lot of trouble, but they're having a lot of trouble just kind of making it through the day. Somebody with ADHD is the one who's blurting out answers, interrupting you, mm-hmm. feeling restless, always needs to be active. Mm-hmm. In addition, they can't concentrate and may not appear to be listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, why is it we've kind of lumped these together? Um, is that well, just convenience? ADHD is co-occurring, so it's the attention deficit and the hyperactivity. What we've found is that oftentimes the ADD, just the attention deficit problems, aren't diagnosed as readily. And in particular, it seems that girls tend to have the ADD, so they don't get diagnosed as much. So, you know, it's about... 12% of boys getting this diagnosis and only about 5% of girls. Uh-huh. And that's because they're not the ones causing trouble. Mm. So let's talk about this, you know, 12%, 5%. It seems like for, for a lot of folks, uh, Dr. Alicia, that um, this is something that all of a sudden just popped up. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It just popped up. Someone said to me, it popped up just like fibromyalgia popped up, mm-hmm. Right. You know, like 10 years ago, nobody was talking about fibromyalgia. Um, right. But, but it, it, it kind of just pop up. So let me just ask you your professional opinion. Did it just pop up or has it always existed, but we've never paid attention to it? Why don't you hold that thought for when we come back from break? Uh, this is a great show, folks. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Alicia Mayer joining us here today. Today's show, From Scattered to Centered, Understanding 
and transforming the distracted brain. And when we come back, we're going to open up the phone lines. We've got a couple of really cool things for you folks out there today. Uh, Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the show and my very special guest, Dr. Alicia Mayer. We'll be right back. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the hit show, Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that will help you get clear and catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers, intuitives, spiritual visionaries, and more. Want an on-air reading? Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity delivers the compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive advice that's become her trademark. Visit FogCityPsychic.com and book your Reading today. Beloved Ascended Master St. Germain, through the transmediumship of Michael Shane, is offering a one-time series of transformative healing sessions to help you let go and be who you truly are. Experience two crystal light energy healings and one past life regression with Michael for $125, a savings of $215. This offer is available to the first 20 callers who schedule their session. Be one of the first. Call now, 1-800-508-6437, 1-800-508-6437. Schedule your session and visit michaelshane.com. Are you struggling through difficult times? During these times of change, many of us need tools and support to help us get through. Julie Kleinhans is the host of the hit radio show, Teaching from the Heart with Julie Kay, and is a world-renowned life coach. Many of us are worrying about what will happen to our jobs, our homes, and to our lives. This is why Julie is offering a 40% discount through January 31st of 2013 to support you and your family through these difficult times. She'll teach you how to use energy tools that will help you relieve the stress and anxiety in your life. Julie is donating the net proceeds to victims of Superstorm Sandy through the organization All Hands Volunteers, a U.S.-based nonprofit dedicated to empowering disaster relief volunteers and rebuilding communities. Please call Julie at 516-639-8042, 516-639-8042, or email julie at mindfocusgeneration.com for more details and to schedule a session. Tune in each Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Awakening Radio with Patricia. This hit show awakens your dormant, divine, feminine energy. The Awakening Show is the next step on your evolutionary journey through life. Get ready to awaken the dormant seedings within you, your soul's encodement, power, and purpose. And bring this forward with confidence and clarity through the power of your own voice. This show promises to boldly go where you've been before. You just need to remember. Be inspired. Become rewired with The Awakening Radio. Visit AwakeningRadio.com for weekly topics. Get what you want, but not what you need. When you feel so tired, but you can't sleep. Stuck in Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. 
Dr. Alicia Mayer joining me here today. Yes, this is very, very cool. I, you know, I'm so glad this conversation is getting out, getting out of the closet. I think this is, yeah, I think this is a time that things getting out of the closet. You know, in the previous hour, we talked about, you know, chronic illness and kind of getting out of the closet about that. And now we're talking with Dr. Alicia about, you know, her book, Fabulous, Scattered to Centered, Understanding and Transforming the Distracted Brain. Dr. Alicia, thank you so much for, you know, this uh, conversation and, 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 and the show today. Um, oh, thank you. So, you know, I think part of what we were talking about before the break is really getting some clarity you know, around ADD, ADHD, what it is and what it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, you know, some of the challenges that that happened in the world and, you know, how how it seems like all of a sudden, bam, this thing has popped up. You know, kids are not behaving. Um, and you know, the question I think that I asked before, I mean, has this always been with us? Is, is it just something that, you know, has been diagnosed or is it something new? Well, I think there's two different things. So, yes, it always has been with us, and I think it just wasn't diagnosed as much, even for people who really have the disorder. So I have a lot of adults that come in after their children are diagnosed, and they say, actually, I had all those same symptoms and have been struggling. So they had the diagnosis all along. The diagnosis just wasn't being made at that time. But then I think we also are using our brains in a completely different way now. Mm. Um, you know, there's so much information coming at the brain, which hasn't really evolved fast enough to handle that. It's not the way our brains were designed to work. We were designed to take in information and process it and decide what to do with it, not be bombarded with sound bites. So I have to wonder, there's been some research in that area, but I have to wonder if that's also affecting the way our brains are working. And that's one thing in the book that I go through each of the symptoms of ADHD and what's happening in the ADHD brain. But I also give examples of our technology use and how that could be creating the same symptoms. I think that's fascinating because, you know, one of the things that I've heard um, over and over again from parents um, is that uh, there's a lot of different language about it, but let's just use cell phones for a minute if we could as a technology, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I have a little experience with this, you know, and a friend and family member and the constant texting, you know, the, the inability not to be connected in that way. Uh, and some folks want to point to, to, you know, some of the kids that have been diagnosed as this and really pigeonhole it to that. And I, I, I don't know if this is a chicken egg conversation around this. Is that a form of technology that you've considered? Well, I do think there's an issue with the phone because it really allows us to do multitasking. You know, we no longer just stand in line and stare at the wall and come up with things in our head. We can now do email and phone calls and texting and all sorts of different tasks. Oh, my gosh, yes. And the brain actually uses a different system to lay down memory when it's distracted, when it's multitasking. So you can remember the basics of what you're doing. You can repeat it back but you can't really extrapolate or use that knowledge. It's not considered flexible knowledge. So there is an issue with multitasking. I think there's two different things, though, and I really want to lay that out, that there's a genetic issue in people who have ADHD, ADD, that they genetically their brains are set up to process dopamine, which is a neurochemical used for focus and attention. They process that neurochemical differently. So 
it's something that's there pretty much since the beginning, at least before the age of seven. Whereas some of these other issues, I think, may develop a little bit later, where we have these habits of multitasking, the issues with technology that come in. So two different things, which will require, in general, two different treatments, although the exercises that I give in the book can be used for either. What do you think, from your point of view and in your life experience, what do you think some of the greatest challenges are for the individual that has this diagnosis and from the end for the people in the family and uh, working with it. What have you discovered in your research and in, in, in chatting with folks? Sure. Well, I'm sure my mother could give you quite a long list yeah! of, <laughs> yes. of dealing with someone that has ADHD. But I can say personally, huh. I, I had problems from the time I can remember. I mean, issues in preschool. My desk was kept in the hallway pretty much my whole first grade year because I couldn't, you know, sit in my chair and, and be quote-unquote good. So I think I I carried a lot of self-esteem issues. I didn't know why I was different, why the other kids could sit in their seat, and I couldn't. And so I just kind of felt like, well, maybe they're right. I'm just a bad kid. And I think a lot of people with ADHD carry this feeling that there's something wrong with them, but it's something that they should be able to snap out of without realizing it's a disorder. Um, So I think that affects people a lot. And then people who don't have ADHD, it can be really hard in the family for them to understand what's going on. They kind of tell them just, you know, my mom would say, just think, just think about it. You know, and, and they don't really understand that the brain is working differently for the one that with ADHD. Right, right. And the other thing is it's a very, it's genetic, so it's very much inherited. So often one of the parents will have it as well, which you know, makes it even harder because there's a distracted kid and a distracted parent. It's very hard for them to have any structure. I want to ask you a a clinical question. Um, Mm -hmm. And I hadn't thought about this till somebody pointed it out to me the other day. You know, there seems to be, honestly, I'm going to say this on air, but it's not something that I would say unless somebody said it to me. Someone said to me the other day, what do you think about the fact that bipolar disease is now being made sexy? And I said, what? And they said, oh, yeah, look at the movies out there. You know, the the two movies, one of them won a phenomenal award. You know, what do you think about that? And I said, you know, I'm going to have to sleep on that. And the reason I'm asking you about this is because, you know, there was a, a, a conversation that went on about the relationship between ADD, ADHD, and bipolar disease, as if people think they're one and the same thing. And where did this come from? Well, they watched a movie or two, mm-hmm. right? You know, Silver Linings Playbook. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is this now the current confusion around this? Because it used to be pretty clear, right? ADD, ADHD, at least I think so, but I don't know. But now, are we muddying the waters with other things I think in general, when I watch movies, I just have to <laughs> suspend <laughs> disbelief because they yeah, often right. are highly inaccurate, right. though enjoyable. Yeah. Um, with ADHD, there is one thing that causes a lot of trouble, and that's that there is a lot of emotional reactivity. Mm. People in general with ADHD are very reactive, um, mm. and that can look similar to other disorders. Mm-hmm. In addition, there's a high number of other disorders that will occur with ADHD. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it does get very confusing. As far as it being sexy, I don't know. I'd have nah, to no. disagree with that. I, yeah, I would say generally people come to me feeling very tortured by it, yep. really struggling 
why can't I get it together? And then just having a huge amount of relief when they learn what's really going on and how to treat it. That has been your your vision. That's your passion. And that's your mission. Because today, you know, our conversation today, and actually, we're going to give away two copies of the book here in a minute, one at a time. Um, the conversation today is really in the book that you've written is to give people relief. Mm-hmm. It's to give a sense and an understanding. You know, that's why you and I are having this conversation. It's to really shine a light on what it is and what it isn't. And one of the things that that I just want to say is, uh, you know, most of the times when we're looking at this, we sort of have this terminal look on our face, like the the person is not quite ever going to be able to live their dream. But you're a living example of that, and there's so many others, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the paradigm you're trying to shift, if not shatter? Yes. Um, I don't believe that anything has to stop you, and I think there are some great traits of people with ADD and ADHD. You know, not being able to fit inside the box means you can often think outside of the box and come up with a lot of ideas. You know, there's usually a lot of thoughts going on in the ADHD brain, so there's a lot of ideas that can come out, you know, that can be helpful in business and life. Um, You know, people with ADHD are often very good at seeing the big picture of a situation. They can be energetic and fun to be around. So there's a lot of good qualities that can come from this. It's just a matter of being more effective in some areas. So you don't need a cleanup crew to follow you around with your good traits. Mm. I wanted to ask you um, a a question and probably, uh, we'll probably have to continue after the break. But we have this idea that ADD, ADHD, all those kids. But but the the other part of the conversation is, okay, they're not really, you know, we don't say the adults. We Mm. say, oh, you know, the kids, ADD, ADHD, the kids. So it's as if, you know, we have this this young population that actually never ages. And if they do, they must not, you know, carry this with them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So folks must think, oh, they're going to outgrow it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so let's talk about, you know, what we've done in sort of categorizing youth and what really happens with ADD and ADHD. Sure. So it used to be thought that all children just grew out of it naturally as mm-hmm. they went into adulthood. But now we know that's not the case. At least two-thirds of adults will continue to have problems with ADD or ADHD. So at least 5% or so of adults will still have these problems. The thing that makes it look different is there is some brain maturation that occurs, and adults have the ability to choose their work and life situations so that it's less noticeable. So they can choose a creative field, or they can choose a field where they have a secretary that can help keep track of details. So it becomes less noticeable but the issues are actually still there. One of the things that um, I was really struck by in reading the book is how beautifully you look at some of these symptoms and how wonderfully you weave in some amazing strategies. This is what I want to talk about when we come back. When we come back, I'll also be able to give away a copy of the book. Dr. Alicia Mayo joining me here today. You know, we're talking about, you know, from scatter to centered, understanding and transforming the distracted brain. For those of you out there that are familiar with this topic, you're going to want to make sure you have our toll-free number when we come back, and I'll be giving away two copies of the book. Stay tuned. Tune 
Tune into Intuit University, compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard, each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. Tune in to The Michelle Bond Show. Awaken to a new reality. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. This call-in show with Vedic astrologer, expert, and holistic health practitioner, Michelle Bond, will give you insight to a wide range of topics. This hit show provides healthy, empowering knowledge and information and restores your health and well-being through learning the latest complementary and alternative medicine modalities. Visit themichellebondshow.com. Are you frustrated by what's happening for you around sex and relationships? Do you long for something different without knowing how to create it? Susan Lazar Hart of Right Relationship for You provides a fresh point of view and practical tools in a light, fun, funny, irreverent, and ultimately life-changing way. Get ready for a new possibility. Visit us at rightrelationshipforyou.com. That's rightrelationshipforyou.com. Join Deborah Diane's live clearing teleconferences to move through blockages with this extremely efficient modality that allows for simultaneous clearing for everyone in the group without having to discuss details or engage in processing. Deborah intuitively facilitates these sessions in a fast-paced and fun environment, so every call is unique to that particular group. You'll be amazed at the amount and depth of clearing benefiting everyone on the call. To register for a teleconference, go to ConsciousTreePatterning.com and click on the Register tab to reserve your space in the next call. Tune in to Peace World Radio, vibrant conversations to change the world with Christina Jans each second Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com and KKNW. This hit show is energetic, vibrant, and an engaging forum that's getting people talking. Christina brings you extraordinary and courageous people, bold in thought and action who dare to dream that things can be different. Peace World Radio. Join the talk the world is having. Have you ever considered what money and sex have in common? Brenda St. Louis, founder of Know That You Know, explores the energies of debt, money, sex, and our bodies. In her four-week intensive, Debt Into Delight, Getting Intimate With Your Digits, she tickles all those places we don't want to look at infusing everything with exuberance. Would you be willing to have more money? Would you be willing to have more of you? Explore more of Brenda St. Louis at knowthatyouknow.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. Um, For those of you out there, um, Dr. Alicia, would you take a moment and please give folks the website, tell folks how they could get a copy of your book? Sure. The book is called From Scattered to Centered, and the website is fromscatteredtocentered.com. And the book is available through the website or through amazon.com. So one of the things we're going to do right now is going to give a copy of the book away to the first caller calls into the show. That's our first caller. We have a toll-free number here that we use all the time. 1-800-930-2819. 
1-800-930-2819. First caller will give you a copy of the book. Um, Let's talk for a minute, and you and I were chatting during the break a little bit, uh, and we were talking about the fact that, you know, your book is not just a book that talks about, makes distinctions about ADD and ADHD, but it, it is a book that offers some incredible strategies uh, to what you call ADHDers and how, how to be successful in the world. So I want to bust a myth here for a minute, and then I would love to chat with you um, about a, 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 a couple of other strategies. But the myth that hangs out in the world is that either these children, this is you can't win for losing, as my mom would have said, <laughs> these children are either really not bright in my, in my case, called stupid, or they're genius. And so there's this, this confusion around what the potentiality is for the child. Mm-hmm. And um, I would love to talk to that for a minute and what you've discovered and what all of us are discovering. Sure. I think one thing about ADHD is it doesn't affect the IQ. So it doesn't affect someone's potential intelligence. It doesn't necessarily mean they're smarter or not as smart. What it does is it's more of a way that the brain processes information and reacts to the world and interacts in the world. So it's, it's just a way of being as opposed to one problem that needs to be fixed and now they're going to be smart or, or whatever. But it's, it's really just a way of being and there are other ways of being that are more effective. And that's really what these exercises are getting to. So let's talk about some of the strategies. Uh, top of the list for me is, you know, some of the things out there that talk about, oh, okay, well, we, we just need to get her off of the sugar. Or we just need to, you know, she need, she, we just need to give her something else to do. Let, let's have her mow the lawn. Let's see if she can actually get around the lawn twice, right? Oh that God. one. You know what I'm talking about, right? I know. I yeah. was put in gymnastics from 3 to 12 right. with oh. that idea. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's like you're looking out and you're saying, where the heck is Barbara? The mower's still going, but we don't know where she went. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's some things that I think parents notice when right. their kids have sugar. There's that, that high that they get and then the crash and the irritability, and it can look a lot like ADHD. And it would make sense that if someone has ADHD, obviously having them on a diet that has, you know, more stability would be helpful. I don't actually believe that it will cure the condition. Uh-huh. So the condition is still a neurologic issue. However, it obviously doesn't help to have the blood sugar going up and down. So I generally recommend a diet that has very little processed foods, mm-hmm. more higher fiber foods, more vegetables, things that are a little bit harder for the body to break down, mm-hmm. so it breaks down more slowly, and they have an even blood sugar level. Yeah, yeah. You know what the really tough part about that is? The parents actually have to change what they eat, too. Oh, yes. That's uh, the hard part about a lot of this yeah. is that the parents really have to incorporate some of these practices themselves before they can expect the kids to. Right. Hey, we have got another copy of the book to give away for those of you out there. Yep, the phone lines are jumping up, jumping up and down. And actually, if you've got a question, make sure you tell Mr. Benny. Hey, another copy of the book, 1-800-930-2819, You give many, 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 many strategies for people in the book. Um 
let's talk about how we can help folks shine. You, you know, how does one help an, an individual that's got ADD or ADHD shine? How do we recognize their gifts? As, as one person said to me, how do I recognize my child's gifts in the middle of chaos? That's sure. what, that, those are her words. But I think you can relate to that, right? Yes, definitely. And I think that's what I like about the idea of incorporating different strategies. We're not doing an overhaul. We're not trying to change the personality completely or make them a different person. If they're a unique individual that has a unique way of interacting in the world, we're just trying to help them be more effective. And that's really the idea. of There's several different exercises in the book. There's two or three with each symptom that you can use. And the idea isn't necessarily that you're going to use all of them, but you're going to incorporate things that could be helpful. So I can give an example if you'd like. Let's, yes, let's do an example, because I think examples are perfect. I mean, I'm sitting here, I can think about, (laughs) I can think about 10 of them myself, (laughs) right? Yeah. So uh, one thing we know is that when the dopamine levels are effectively low, meaning You know, it's harder to concentrate, it's harder to focus. People start going after things that increase the dopamine. And one thing that increases dopamine is novelty, so new things, new information. And we know that there's a little bit of a dopamine release whenever something like a text message bell goes off. So you hear the ding, you know there's a text message, you get a little bit of a rush. Most of us check it so quickly that we don't even notice. Mm. But if we can use that, so just making a tiny change... If you're working on something, say you're writing a book, I'm going to finish the rest of this page or I'm going to finish this chapter before I check the text message. Then you've got that little bit of dopamine on board and it can help motivate you to actually finish what you're working on. So in that way, having that technology, having that distraction can mm-hmm. be helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question and I'm going to use a personal example and I'd like you to use one too. Sure. because. <laughs> Both of us, both of us actually, I'm going to talk for myself, but both of us actually went on to college, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it took me, it took me 13 years to finish my undergraduate degree. Okay. Um, but we did finish, went on to advanced degrees, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. You just talked about that, shared that strategy. Uh, to this day, in order for me to write or do what I do, I at least have one other thing on in the background. Uh, let's say music, but there would be times where I've actually done a radio show from home. I have a nighttime show where I'm fully focused in doing the radio show, but in the background, there might be a slight noise of a TV or something. Now I have some friends that have been my friends since 1973. And to this day, they don't quite understand it. What goes on in the brain that it's almost sometimes a gift to have multiple things operating at the same time? How does that even work? Well, there's a couple things that could be happening. So one thing is that there's the ability to hyper-focus in ADHD, and this can be very confusing to people, especially parents, partners, who notice that when it comes to certain things, a person with ADHD can be so involved that they're able to hyper-focus on it for hours, and that's how I got through medical school, is that I just loved the science of the human body. Hallelujah. (laughs) Another thing is that you can create certain noise that you're comfortable with that can kind of help you drown out other things, drown out thoughts and other things. Mm -hmm. So 
for me, <laughs> I had the habit of wearing earplugs and chewing gum during tests so that I only heard that sound of chewing as opposed to the other sounds in the room. Now, I did have people ask to be moved across the room from me, right. but it worked for me. So right. I think some people do that with music or a TV in the background or other things. Right. Uh, you know, the hardest thing I had to learn is not to chew gum on the radio. But even <laughs> once in a while, I still do it. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> everybody thought, Everybody thought like, oh, man, this girl is like addicted. You know, I did stop blowing bubbles. I did stop the <laughs> bubble gum. I, I, I don't do that much anymore. But but some of these strategies are for uh, us to understand and learn. Because, you know, it, we have a structure. And you must have gone through this growing up where, oh, my gosh, you don't do that. You don't chew gum like that. Who does that? Mm-hmm. You know, who t- chews gum for the noise of it? So So aren't we dealing with a situation where, you know, the things that would help perhaps an adult or a child, you know, that has ADD or ADHD, are so annoying to other people because they push through a barrier that says, no, this is the way it should be. This is the way you should be. How do we bridge this gap? Right. And I think, you know, all people have certain things that may annoy other people close to them. So I think it's really focusing on the ones that are problematic. Um, one of the areas in the book is uh, social situations, social interactions, and helping with communication. So you may annoy people in all sorts of ways, but the annoyances in communication can actually prevent connection and, and cause issues with work and personal relationships. So not appearing to listen obviously doesn't go very far in creating a connection. Here's the, what do they call it? The $44 million question. You ready? Uh-huh. I want to talk about this when we come back. What are some of the strategies that we can use as adults, for example, to help the people around us that have ADD and ADHD truly live their dream? It doesn't have to be from a life of limitation. That's why Dr. Alicia Mayer is joining us here today. When we come back, how can you help another live their dream. What should we know? What should we learn? And what should we do? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Tune in each Tuesday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for Quantum Techniques Talk Radio. Bring healing to chaos. This hit show will empower you to take charge of your own healing and take back your life. You'll be reminded of your innate connection to the divine through the teachings of world-renowned healing practitioners who will provide the tools necessary to discover how to heal yourself and others. Did you know you can even prevent disease? Absolutely. Get ready to invoke the miracle of self-healing physical or non-physical causes of stress, pain, and illness. Discover toxins, pathogens, structural issues, trauma, emotions, relationships, generational issues, spiritual problems, and wrong beliefs blocking you from living a phenomenal life. Break free from the chaos and take charge of your own healing. Visit quantumtechniques.com for more information. 
Saskia Rowell, the international soul guide who has followed her soul from Hong Kong and Africa to America. Saskia cracks open the lives of her clients and brings their soul's purpose to life. Are you stuck in a life that doesn't work? Go to YourSoulGuidance.com for your 21-day roadmap to the life you secretly dream about absolutely free. Discover surprising truths about your soulmate, talents, blocks, and more. Now is the time. Go to YourSoulGuidance.com. Beloved Ascended Master St. Germain, through the transmediumship of Michael Shane, is offering a one-time series of transformative healing sessions to help you let go and be who you truly are. Experience two crystal light energy healings and one past life regression with Michael for $125, a savings of $215. This offer is available to the first 20 callers who schedule their session. Be one of the first. Call now, 1-800-508-6437, 1-800-508-6437. Schedule your session and visit michaelshane.com. Tune in each Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Mastering the art of dream building in the real world. This hit show will inspire you to start painting the canvas of your life and bring your unique spirit and your amazingly intelligent mind together to find an incredible, practical, real-world strategy to building a life with epic results. Tune in to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. It's made of stone. And it's so hard to see clearly. You don't have. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, joining me here today, as I said before, Dr. Alicia Mayer joining me here from Scatter to Centered. It's the book uh, that she's written. It's just amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing for a lot of reasons. And let me just give you a couple of them. First of all, you know, it, it really does point out some differences that all of us should be more aware of. I think the second thing that, that, that I'm struck by is, you know, it's being written by someone that, you know, understands it at many, many different levels you know, understands it at a spiritual level, a scientific level, and at a behavioral level. Um, And the third thing is that there are strategies, strategies that people can learn about and understand and incorporate. And, you know, Dr. Alicia, thank you for joining me here today. You know, one of the things I was really struck by as as I was reading the book and and looking at the talking with you today is, you know, the strategies that you've you've put down on the paper. For me, the whole family needs to be doing these. Do you see what I'm saying? You didn't write anything down here that I wouldn't say if I was coaching a family. I would say, you know what? This is not just for him or her. This is like, let's get the whole family in here and let's see if we can make an agreement to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So and I think even more important than the strategies is the understanding of the illness. That the yes. whole family really needs to understand what's happening in the brain of that person. Here's the question. You're a living example. Number of folks out there listening, they are living examples. What should we know 
to make sure that we ensure that we motivate, promote, and understand that people that have ADD and HDD, um, HDHD, have dreams, and their dreams can truly be fulfilled? That's a great question. And I think, again, it comes back to understanding. So that's why so much of the book is dedicated to helping you understand what's going on in the brain, that this isn't just there's something wrong with them and we need to fix it. It's a different approach to life that's sometimes not effective. So really working on those parts where it's not effective, making them more effective. So it's not saying you can't, you know, I mean, I became a doctor and a psychiatrist. That's not what people would have imagined for me when I was out in the hallway in first grade. <laughs> you know, but, but I had that dream, and just what do you need to do to be more effective? So a, a few of the, the exercises in the book were actually things that my mother did, you know, grouping-like things, the type of list-making that she used, the time management. You know, these are things that she did that allowed me to get through childhood and to be organized. You know, she provided the external structure until I was able to do it on my own. And I think that's really helpful. So there can be a lot of things done in the home that can help make it so that the deficits that the person with ADHD has aren't too, we won't destroy anything for them. But then not ever saying that they can't achieve something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. What is, if, if you are sitting, it's going to do a little thing right here. If you were sitting across the table, and I, I know you've done this many, many times. Let's say you were sitting across the table from a 22-year-old girl. And you were having a conversation with her. And, you know, you knew a lot about who she was and where she is now. But if you had one thing that you could say to her, not necessarily on a professional level, but, but one bit of advice for her, something you might say to her this person that has been called ADD or ADHD and a bunch of other things, what might, what might that be? Hmm, just one thing. Um, oh, okay, two. All right. <laughs> well, I think the, the main thing I would say is don't believe things that aren't helpful. You know, we develop so many maladjusted thoughts, especially someone who's had ADHD since childhood and, you know, had a lot of people giving their opinions on what's quote-unquote wrong with you. And you develop a lot of thoughts that are not helpful as an adult. They just make you feel bad. And so I would say, you know, one of the things in the book and one of the things I think that is helpful is deconstructing some of those thoughts that we've adopted from other people and just not believing the ones that are not helpful to us that make us feel bad and may prevent us from going after our dreams. Mm. You know, um, part of this today and being able to chat with you, it's really inspiring. You're, you're actually an inspiration. Oh, thank um, you. So are you. Yeah, you really are. I mean, I, I, I can't even, I'm so embarrassed. I can't even tell you what my GRE scores were um, <laughs> because I'm a little bit different in that, you know, I think that, that in the conversation, we like to lump people in categories, but I wanted to ask you this, isn't there really a danger in doing that? So, for example, I, I may not be categorically have the same kinds of behavioral things that some of the kids today have. You know, in my case, my gift is I see words. Uh, what's the downside of that? Try taking a GRE exam or an SAT exam under a time 
censored, you know, clock, right? Where you have to actually, you know, what does the number nine look like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? How do you even do the math? But but this is really, you know, sort of the question is, you know, what is the best thing we could know so that we don't categorically label somebody? Right. I think we have a structure that's set up to reward a certain type of brain, a certain type of personality, you know, the school system. It's not all that flexible. So there are plenty of kids who are bright and have a lot to offer the world, but they don't fit into that system very well. And so letting them know, okay, this is the system, this is the way it has to be done, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's anything wrong with you that you're struggling to fit in this system, and adulthood's going to be very different. You can choose things that fit with you. So, again, not looking at it so much as there's something wrong with you as just there's something different about you. Mm, I love that. Now, I want to talk a little bit about your website. Let's give out your website again, because you actually have a survey, a little uh, a little assessment that people can take. Tell us mm-hmm. a bit about that, if you don't mind. Sure. So the website, again, is from scattered to centered, all one word, dot com. And the assessment is one that you can take. It's only about 20 questions. 10 of the inattention symptoms, and 10 of the hyperactivity symptoms. So they're true-false statements, and if you match a certain number of those, then it's possible you have ADD or ADHD and would want to look into it further. Mm -hmm. And how would they go about that? Well, obviously, I think they should read the book. Yes, thank you. That would be the first thing. Yep. And there are also organizations such as CHAD, which um, is Mm C-H-A-D-D dot org. And that's children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Mm-hmm. And it's a nonprofit group that has a lot of resources and can also help hook people up with uh, groups in their area or providers in their area. I think that's fabulous. We've come a long way, haven't we, Dr. I Alicia? Think so. Haven't we come a long way? Yeah. What's your vision? What's your vision for the future and your personal message? My vision for the future is that more people will just be curious about themselves as opposed to right now I see a lot of people who are hard on themselves, trying oh. to fix themselves. Yeah, no kidding. As opposed to just being curious about themselves. You know, this is the only self you're going to have in this <laughs> lifetime. Right. So being curious about yourself, whatever whatever issues you have, whatever's not working, being curious about it as opposed to upset with yourself about it. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you, thank you so much. And I mean, thank you. you know, this has become a life passion for you, mm-hmm. hasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, I guess you folks understand you a little better now. (laughs) Yes, they've read the book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Again, thank you. Thank you so much. One more time for the website. I want to make sure everybody gets this. And and they can buy the book on the website as well, can't they? Sure. They can buy the book on the website or on Amazon. It's from scattered to centered dot com. Dr. Alicia Mayer, everybody, thank you so much. Hey, all of you out there, uh, go to the website, check it out. Uh, If you know somebody that could uh, benefit from hearing about this and Dr. Alicia's work, go ahead and make sure you give them the website. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. For more about The Dr. Pat Show, go to thedrpatshow.com. And for more about Transformation Talk Radio, please go over there to transformationtalkradio.com. And uh, don't forget, uh, tonight, 6 o'clock, BBS Radio, I do my nighttime hour. It's the only nighttime hour I do these days, which is kind of cool. 
Uh, we also have an announcement that we will be moving to the Empowerment Channel on Voice America on Thursdays at 8. So a lot of really good and juicy things coming on here. A lot of new hosts joining Transformation Talk Radio and people saying yes to their amazement in life. Thank you all for supporting us in the way you have. You truly are awesome. We'll see you next time on the show. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought, because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. What do the masters want to say about well-being, about their lives, about the world? What is it the masters say that we are called to do or be? Simply to believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in hope. Believe in God. Believe. Just simply believe. And the rest will follow. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 